from the Turning This Car Around Network at the TTCA Studios. I've learned a lot, I have to say, just All right. for the record. And I'm not, I'm not saying that because of Get pants. a room. Yeah, really. Yeah. An apartment or something um, yeah. in New York. All right, say who you are, John Maltz. Uh, I'm John Maltz. I am Lex Friedman, and you're about to meet my selection for my vice presidential nominee, if I am, in fact, the candidate for president. Hi, I'm John Armstrong. I can turn this party around and bring back America on turning this car around, mother... I'll beep out that last part. That's that's why I picked it, by the way. That's <laughs> I think that, I'm off the I ticket that's now. That's why I did not get picked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unable, un- inability to bring it. Yeah. How bring it? How far are we from that? Like this cycle, I think we've come close. I thought we were at. I thought we were at that. But no one said mother though. Are we sure? I mean, I mean, out loud. Trump said pussy out loud. He implies that every time he opens his mouth, doesn't he? I mean, uh, yes, God. Let's not talk about that. I, I just want to say one thing. There okay. was a movie in the late '80s called Tapeheads. I think I've referenced it before on this program, or maybe not. I don't know now where I've referenced what. But there is a uh, John Cusack and Tim Robbins play video savants who are going to start their own record label and do videos, and. Um, there's some, it's a crazy wacky eighties movie, but in it featuring weird Al Yankovic as himself. Yeah. It's like, there's, it's like a media, like it's about the media landscape and how people are using the media. And it's sort of this, it's almost dystopian future, but one of the guys in it is a politician running for president and there's a press conference. And in the press conference, the candidate talks about, I'll lay my Johnson on the slab against Gorby any day of the week. And I thought, we're never going to get to that place where the presidential candidate is talking about his dick size. <laughs> and that has happened now. And that has happened. Yes. So now I'm, I'm when, is, when are we going to start just having ultimate name calling, you know, cursing? In our just, lifetimes, at least mine, because I'm like 20 years younger than you people. But in our lifetimes, <laughs> uh, we'll have a president with a sex tape. No question. Uh, I technically <laughs> think we probably already had that. Um <laughs> <laughs> well there you have it tune in next time uh so i have an update for you uh especially Moltz, but armstrong asked me about this as well on the talk show app um uh minecraft update oh yeah so yes. on the other podcast i do with john Moltz, the rebound available wherever podcasts are sold it's a co-branded um, content strategy right now it's awesome mm-hmm. i was asking Moltz, how do i get my kids started with uh, Minecraft because we have no idea what's going on. Like, what device do we use and everything else? And he pointed me towards the uh, the iPad, and <laughs> I was looking at it with the kids silently, just angrily yeah. pointing at the iPad. It's hard to I, I found you know it's hard to know what the hell I'm doing as I'm assembling stuff. Like to just see where you are and where you're going to go, and the navigation is all a pain. And I complained about this to Moltz. He's like, Yeah, no, it's it's annoying for you, but have your kids try it. So I told my kids, do whatever you want now. You can Minecraft it up. Uh, they don't know what they're doing, uh, but they love it. They have, they truly, when I say they don't know what they're doing, they have no clue what they're doing. Like they've built houses that are maybe five blocks total. Um, <laughs> they have no idea what they're doing. Now, what the weird thing, and Moltz, maybe you can enlighten me here. Uh, 
some guy named Steve shows up sometimes when all they were playing. It's like Steve has joined and they're playing like, you know, the, the unlimited building. Don't worry about the zombies type thing, except one of them keeps forgetting a place. The other version. So zombies come and destroy them every day. But, uh, like, who the hell is Steve? Is that a real person that's somehow joining the same, like, in our house on our home Wi-Fi network where we just, like, how, who, how are people showing up? That's what I want to know. It's always Steve. Well, Steve is, like, the canonical um, Minecraft person. Okay, he's the Tom of MySpace, but in Minecraft? I get, uh, sure. I get, I, yeah. gosh, I don't get that reference, but yes, okay. Yes, yes. Answer yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so he, he uh, is not a real person. Okay. Um. Why does he? But I don't. I don't play the iPad version very much, so I've not seen that happen. Um, I was surprised to learn that, but maybe that's something that they put in there at some point that I haven't noticed. So, um, but that's yeah. So like, uh, uh, I believe they're working on a Minecraft movie, and uh, I believe the protagonist will be Steve. Oh, nice! Mm. Is it live action? (laughs) I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work. Poorly is my guess. Uh, maybe we'll Steve's see. in there to help you feel less lonely. Mm, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think maybe. Um, because that world can get pretty big. Right. You know, yeah. It's, it's going to be lonely in a big world. It's frightening for little children. I mean, the kids right. are there. They're they're playing privately. They they don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't know what the hell they're doing, but it's fine. Like they like it. I think in a way differently from how the true Minecraft enthusiasts like it. Like they like it for goofing around purposes. And they build a little something, and then they that's how you switch start. to another game. That's how, they, that's how they suck you in. All right, we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. I'm over, listen. If they want to play more Minecraft, so be it. We limit their overall screen time still, so it, it it might be the only thing they end up playing at some point, and that's fine if that's what they want. I to think do. it's. A, I mean, I think it's a great game. Okay, you know, obviously, but um, you literally wrote the book on it, man. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I literally wrote a part of a book on it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, on you the know. cover. I mean, your name is there. I am not on the cover, but my name. I is believe you're. You have an author my, credit. My name, yes, my name is on the cover. That, that when picture, I say the you, character, I, the character that's on the cover, that's not me. Okay. That's Steve, actually. <laughs> Steve, yeah. <Right. laughs> the the girlfriend's kids are playing capture the flag inside of Minecraft, and there's it's hundreds of people. Like it's chaos. It's absolute yeah. chaos, and you yeah. you have to build defensive walls. And then you to try and get the flag, and then the people are like digging holes, and you fall out of, and you fall to the. It's crazy. It's like what just mm-hmm. happened? I don't even know what just happened. You know that, that yeah. It's, it's uh yeah. It's, wow. it's there, was weird, there was a weird. Re- there was a there's a whole there's there's millions of these um think different kinds of games that games that you can play online, or you can download the maps and play them yourself. Whatever. Um, there was one I remember Hank playing that was. You get you, you know you everybody queues up and then you get teleported into this world and it's like you're on these islands in the middle of nowhere and the islands are tiny they're like they're so and if you just if you step off you just fall and you die and you fall, <laughs> so you just fall forever there. and die and so there are these there's this giant thing in the middle and y- you have like you have like a tree and maybe one or two other things on your tiny little island that's you know that then there's a series of these that circle this big thing in the middle and you have to build a bridge to get to the thing in the middle to get the thing that you need to win the game and it's great it's crazy i was just like what the heck how the heck are you supposed to i do and i think uh, like in retrospect we played this he played this early i think i played one of them played one time too 
And I think in retrospect, maybe what you're supposed to do is um, cut the tree down and then replant the tree from the, because when a, you cut a tree down, that it drops mm. a seedling and you can replant it and then the tree grows back. So like a tree is like a continually renewable resource. And then maybe you're supposed to get enough stuff from that to build a bridge to get to the, the main island. The, yeah. the two things in life today that are, you know, on the iPad that make me feel, or on the iPhone that make me feel the stupidest are Minecraft and Snapchat because I've spent time with <laughs> them. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I really have no idea what you're talking about right now. Snapchat. I just, I can't, I can't believe it's happening. I'm only 35 and it's happening and I, have, happening. I can't believe it. Kids, I think I accelerate that. They, they accelerate it. So, cause I was older when I had kids, like my time of feeling like what the hell is happening right now is happened later in life. However, I think if I had kids younger, you know, I'd be in your shoes right now, basically. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel. I kind of want to play. I want to play classic SimCity, like not any of these fancy <laughs> SimCity over the past. Whatever, I want to play like 1989, 1992 right. SimCity. Yep. Yeah, is that available somewhere? Yes, I'm, it's it, got to be. There's, right? there's probably like a Mame ROM or whatever. Like a yeah, yeah. I mean, there's got to be something. <clears throat> torrent oh, no. somewhere. I was, I'm also thinking maybe the basement's just about done now, and I'm thinking about maybe putting an arcade machine in there. Yeah. And there's there's a huge world of arcade machines. You can get like a real one. You can get one mm-hmm. where it's like the fake cabinet where they put in like emulators for a million things. Um, and you can get one that's got like 260 games in there. You can get one that's got you know three games. I just don't know. I don't know. What I'm yeah. Our friends, at Pan- our friends at Panic have one of those ones that I think it's like 260 games. You know, two- it's probably 256, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one that actually has 260 because I had the same. I was like, "Oh, this person who's selling this must be rounding," but no, it's 260 games. They list them all out individually. <laughs> oh my god! Is that like a meme rom thing where it's like a Mac Mini? Think Mac on the inside, inside of a box, yeah. and then they got like a controller, and then yeah, right, uh, right. That meme software is pretty rad, though. Thank you. Uh, one of my favorite vintage <laughs> video games was Rampage, <laughs> by the way. And you could get mm. that in MAME form, which is a blast. Also, uh, Tempest and then Robotron 2084. Tempest. Tempest. I was the king of Tempest. Uh, wow. Did you get to that the Invisible? That was my game. Did you get that to the Invisible uh, uh, yes. round? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. All the, as you go through the levels, the maps are all, the sequence of maps are all the same. And then they turn invisible. They just go mm-hmm. invisible. And you got to wing it. You don't know where you are. It's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. So that was good. a long. That was a long time ago. Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm not that good anymore. But uh, well, speaking of things that are good, though, mm. let's take a break for just a moment because we have two sponsors today. The first is coming up right now. Today's episode of Turning This Car Around is sponsored by Universal Yums. Brand new advertiser. I'm excited to tell you about them. Universal Yums sends you a box of snacks and candies from a different country each month. Mm. They sent all three of us their May box, which features, is true, snacks from Greece. And we got a chance to do some taste testing. Most did you dive in yet? It's okay if you didn't. Oh, yes. Did you dive in yet? Okay. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> what, can, tell us what you have. Um, so we got the box yesterday, and I mean, we're practically through the whole thing. I mean, we were, we were ravenously <laughs> consuming this thing. We were like a pack of wild animals. Um, the, I really like the, the bread chips. Um, I have the bag here because I, I won't let anybody finish them. But they I think that's chips. one of the th- that's one of the few things we haven't finished yet. But the oh, um so the the potato ch- there's like Toddy's chips. Yes. Um, the oregano chips oregano? were yes. very mm. much enjoyed by myself and Hank. And there's this there was this candy bar thing called the Serenata. We haven't opened oh, that man. one yet. Oh god, it's oh, so good. Man. 
It's uh, so good. It looks kind of looks like a Kit Kat kind of thing, but it's like ten thousand times better than a Kit Kat. Have you dived into the croissant yet, though? Oh yes, <laughs> yes. We we ate the croissant last There's, night. The croissant. <laughs> it's called the Serenata Max, uh, cocoa cream filled, and then it's also got its name in Greek, which frankly is Greek to me. But it's <clears> it's <throat> insane. It's just like it's it's four thousand percent dessert. It's incredible. So anyway, let yeah. me tell you more about these guys. Um. Max has uh, fallen off the planet. One to two. I was putting the box down. I had the box right here in my hands. Uh, one okay. to two. Uh, we're supposed to mention one to two snacks we found especially tasty or interesting. Uh, all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. is very. Oh, no, the chocolate, chocolate bar, the orange chocolate bar. Did you eat that? Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I know I'm not crazy about dark chocolate, but that was so good. It's no, like, orange and chocolate together is sublime. Yeah. The, so the box comes packaged like you know there's tissue paper on top of the box it represents that country's flag so this month we've got the the greek kind of flag here there's a booklet in there with trivia product descriptions a music playlist and magazine style features about the country along with a clue for next month's box did you solve that clue yet Moltz? do you know oh what no next no box is gonna no be? oh did, oh isn't it uh well should i say you know what don't say but you okay. can just know okay. that i think knows. so I, I think so but uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty clear by the end of it. So I mean, you can, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the good old U.S. of A. Right. Um, okay. so, so, so you, you just said it. You told me not yeah. to, and then you said it. I know. I want. <laughs> I wanted the credit for it. Um, it's you could use these boxes for an activity with the kids. You can teach your kids a little bit about culture. They're going to like it because there's a lot of really good food in there. They're going to enjoy mm-hmm. it. You could use it at the office. Use it for the family. And you know, I uh, you go through the booklet and actually, like, I read it with Anya, and we learned things. Like she, I mean, I knew that the Olympics originated in Greece, but she didn't, and now we know. And we know that Greece has delicious, delicious snack foods. If you want to try the Greece box yourself, you can sign up today, and that's Greece, the country, not Greece. The anyway, you can sign up today <laughs> for as little as thirteen dollars a month. Go to Universal. Universal Yums, universalyums.com slash turning. Enter the coupon code turning at checkout for an additional 15% off your first box. Again, that's universalyums.com slash turning for 15% off. Our thanks to Universal Yums for sponsoring the show. By the way, one of my brand new salespeople at Midroll worked on that deal, and I had no idea the box was coming. It showed up, and I'm like, Josh, what is this? And he's like, Universal Yums, you're going to love them. And we did. We really did. So thanks, thanks Josh. Delicious. Yeah, we did. We thanks, were Josh. we were we were all over that. <laughs> you know what? It was actually Greg who did it. It was Greg. Thanks, Greg. I have a lot and of thanks, Universal people, Yums. But Greg crushed it. Universal Yums crushed it. The food is delicious. And you know and, that was fifteen percent off. Is that what that was? Fifteen percent off with the code yeah, turning. Nice. Yeah, universalyums.com slash turning. You should do it, and all your friends should do it because it's it was good. Yeah, that's because I told Hank I said oh, we got to wait. You know, he said Let's subscribe, and I said well we got to wait for the code. <laughs> <laughs> Universalyums.com slash turning. <laughs> Oh man, so perfect. Good. So, what's up with your kids? <sighs> I am traveling. You know, I was yesterday. I, I was. I, I there was a thing. I or I thought. Oh, I should. I should save this for the for the show. It's a parenting win. I should talk about it on the show, and I completely forgot what it was. Oh, <laughs> we must. I must just be so awash in parenting. Right, yeah. that I can't. Yeah, you have yeah. so many. You're of them. winning. How could you <laughs> so when I'm traveling to see my girls, know. my Who girls, um, yeah. Uh, I'm flying out tomorrow and I'll be in Utah for a week with them. So I'm very excited. And will they stay with you during that time? Um, the logistics of what's happening are sealed. Um, okay. I'm not at liberty to discuss that. You said that whole thing right out there. Um, <laughs> do you have anything planned for while you're there? I, yes, I would like to see, I think my oldest wants to see Batman versus Superman, but, um, and I'm tempted for matinee. Like I would do it as a matinee. But um, uh, Maltz, stop. 
just stop now. <laughs> She's 12, and, you know, this is oh, a thing. Oh, matinee. However, no, there's another movie. Uh, we might see a movie. I don't know. Um, probably going to spend the weekend visiting family, and then during the week, they've got a lot of activities like gymnastics and whatever. And I like so, wh- I'm sorry, when are you, you going to be there this weekend? I will fly out tomorrow, and then I, I take over okay. Saturday morning. Okay. Wow. So I get them Saturday morning for a week. Pretty awesome. Well, Captain awesome. America, Captain America opens up the following weekend. So that Mother's better, Day weekend, better movie, yeah, uh, yes, but you know Thursday night. I can't even get the girlfriend's kids to watch the second Captain America. Hmm. I haven't and seen it either. <laughs> there's, I guess, there was some teasing about a crush or something. I don't know. I, it's all very vague, and I don't want to embarrass anybody, so I'm not going to go too much further. <laughs> a crush than, on Captain America? Yeah. And yeah, well, I, that's understandable. Of course it is. I have a crush. It's hot. Man. Yeah, right, right. And it's got that, you know, mm, yeah, there's just a thing about him. It's good. <laughs> have oh, you seen the, the have you seen any of the clips from the movie? Have you seen the clips from the movie? Cause, cause Ant-Man's kind of got, got a crush on him too. Oh, I have not seen that. I got to, well, I got to watch that. I'll show, I'll, I'll, we'll I'll save that for that the trailer show, John. <laughs> yes. We'll save it for the, uh, the after trailer show. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I haven't seen any of the Captain America movies. I'm sorry. You hate movies is what you're saying. I love movies. I love movies. I watch movies all the time, just not popular ones. The uh, first one, the first one's kind of silly. The second one's great. Um, the Russo brothers, and they're doing this one too. Yeah, the second one's I, really good. There was that one movie that everybody loved with superheroes in it, and I couldn't get through like five minutes, and I felt really bad. Guardians of the Galaxy, that's the one. Oh, oh you're yeah. dead to me right now. I know. I'm a yeah. terrible person. I, you I really freely are. admit it. You're the my, my girls love that movie. And I I'll when I saw the trailer... I saw the trailer in the theater and I'm like, a talking raccoon. Are you fucking kidding me? There's no way I'm good. That's they are. They've that's it. Shark jumped. Done. Marvel's <laughs> over. Close it up. They're done. He's been a character since the eighties though. I know. I know. But that is different in a comic book. You know, you can buy it like, but they really did an awesome job with it. And you know, you got a Oscar caliber actor doing the voice work. Fantastic. Great. Yeah. So anyway, Star Lord, man, Star Lord. <sighs> so there's <laughs> legendary outlaw guys. <laughs> I uh, Anya was giving some lessons to Sierra the other day, saying, you know, one day you're going to decide you're not scared of movies anymore because Sierra like will only watch the seven movies she knows. Mm-hmm. And you and when that happens, I'm going to go back and watch all the movies you wouldn't watch because you're going to love them all. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't want to watch this movie. And I really, I really hope it comes true. I really hope there's a day where Sarah's like, hey, I'm done being afraid of movies, which I think will happen in the next year or so. And then she and I just go back and watch this mammoth catalog that Anya apparently has record keeping of, of all the movies here has declined watching. Like she walked out of The Good Dinosaur because she didn't like it. She uh, didn't That's like it. She just like out. puts it down and walks out like out of the room or out of the theater. The good dinosaur we saw when we were on the Disney cruise and uh-huh. my mom took her out. Like Sierra's like, I can't be in here anymore. So my mom took her out and she went to bed. I would rather go to sleep than watch this movie. Ouch. In 3d. Huh. On That's a, a two word <laughs> review right there. Sleep, in, sleep in 3d. Yeah. Sorry, doctor. Ward. I would rather go to sleep in 3d than watch this. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If you're going to sleep, you might as well do it in as many sure. times as possible. In, in style. As but as to be many... clear, my son is not going to Captain America. <laughs> really? Yeah, um, he he yeah he's not like I mean he he watched those movies and he he likes he liked Guardians of the Galaxy quite a bit but he's not as into the superhero movies um, as some other things I guess and he doesn't he just doesn't like the movie theater experience very much even mm. when I bribe him with candy <laughs> um, he went to Star Wars but 
he, I can just tell he's not comfortable. He's not comfortable in there. It's too loud for him. He just yeah. doesn't like it. And Sensory he would rather overload. watch. He would rather watch it at home. My, so I, I had, I'm not going to force him. And and I have a I have a card to play. So I'm going out with some friends on. <laughs> to, because Karen went away. Karen went to a conference last mm. weekend, uh-huh. and uh, it was just me and Hank hanging out. So you got the card which, right uh, there. Yes. Yeah. Um, does it bug he you was, that people like me hear that? Oh, it was just you and Hank. Like, oh, really? It was just you and one kid? That sounds so easy. Like, does that I, Well, it was. Me? It was very easy. I'm not, you know, it was great. Um, oh, and but you're still he was, he was kind of sick. So he was getting over a cold. So he didn't, you know, it wasn't, didn't really feel up for activities per se. Gotcha. But the thing that he wanted to do was eat. <laughs> so we, um, we ate out a lot. Or we, we ordered in. A lot. Um, and uh, one of the things that he wanted was these delicious burgers from this place called Dirty Oscars Annex, which is a bar that I go to sometimes <laughs> um, that, uh, of course, he can't go into. But the burgers there are super good. So we, uh, we got uh, we got DOA burgers, which were delightful. And we tried a new sushi place and uh, we got Thai food. Man, how oh, I think be? it was spices. I think it was spices that I was going to say was a parenting win because um, he has started um taking like the cajun spice out of the out of the spice drawer and just like adding it to practically everything wow yeah um so he has really gotten into spicy foods now i'm not into spicy food like i i like the idea of spicy foods but i just can't handle it at all like i can't eat them uh and my kids are not great at it you just gotta toughen up you just, Thank just you. gradually, just <laughs> gradually get in there. No, no, no. I'm just no, saying you, no, I, you build I, I up. Okay. Okay. I do just that. Like we, we get, Lauren and I try to get, you mean it's a process once a week. And so like I get mild and it's like my mouth is on fire by the time I'm done. And I, I'm not unhappy to have eaten it, but it's like, I couldn't go any spicier than mild from this Indian place. Cause it's just like, it, it's all systems go in my mouth. Like I can't, I can't handle anything worse, anything higher in heat. But I, it's funny that you mentioned that that win though on the food side because Liam especially has been willing to try different foods a lot recently. Especially my parents were visiting for a week, and he wanted to show off for them. So he's like, "Oh, I'll try that," and he liked some stuff. He didn't like everything, but he was willing to try different foods, and that's always exciting when that happens. Yeah, I'm yeah. Tr- I'm trying to work the spicy food thing. I made so I I try to do uh, scrambled eggs for breakfast, uh, you know, a few times a week or whatever, and um. That's one of the foods that the girlfriend's kids will, they will eat scrambled eggs, but they will only eat it at a particular diner. So if I make them, they Hmm. they won't touch them. They will not. They're they're different. They're different. And (laughs) so I got the oldest one. Do you put milk in the scrambled eggs? And different is wrong. I have tried it both ways. Sometimes I'll put milk in. I've been trying it without to see if it looks the closer to the diner eggs so that yeah. we can do that at home. The internet says what? says don't put milk in. Why? I don't know. Apparently, it's worse. It makes them worse. That's what the internet hmm. says. I'm just telling you what the internet says. Okay. I don't do that anymore. I used to, but I don't. Same. I stopped because hmm. of the internet. I, don't, well, I didn't I, stop because of the internet. I just stopped because dairy is basically evil. I mean... Milk is not really. <laughs> there was an article in the Huffington Post that I read in like three or four years ago that was like 12. I just found it. Nine mistakes. I thought it was 12. Nine mistakes you're making with scrambled eggs. I was making almost all of them, cooking on high heat, cooking them too long, um, whipping the eggs too early, adding milk. And they were like, don't do any of those things. So there you go. The, the one tip I'll share, well, two. One is that not putting milk in made the eggs more closely resemble the diner eggs. So mm-hmm. if you're worried about presentation and plating, uh, 
that that is one area. Uh, the other thing that I was going to say is that I had her help me cook them because she's shown interest in cooking. And so I like I did the cracking of the eggs and, and whipping. And what I like to do is get the pan warm. Uh, and I throw just a, a half half tablespoon of butter in, maybe maybe three quarters of a tablespoon, like whole butter, stick. not quite a whole stick, but um, an eighth of a stick. So uh, anyway, you throw it in there in the butter, and you got to let it kind of sizzle up and boil for a second, not too long. Doesn't don't turn it brown unless you actually want the brown butter. <laughs> but you let it kind of, and then throw the eggs in, and it is awesome. Something about the bubbly butter does it does magic stuff to it. I don't think it's technically clarifying the butter, but I don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm just telling you what I do. And it's my mom taught, taught, taught it me. It's awesome. I can't believe it's not clarifying the butter. Yeah, no kidding. And <laughs> believe me. But, so then I like put salt and pepper on and she wouldn't try them. Nope. You put oh, pepper. You put pepper. Because you season them, right? Yeah. I'm like, wow, you are crazy. They put salt at the diner. They will put salt on the eggs. And I'm, it, and there, there's like a very sensitive salt meter also because they're like, that's seven grains too many. It's very salty. It took, um, how old is Sierra now? Seven? It took six years before Sierra would try ketchup. It took five years before Liam would try ketchup. Uh, where Anya likes multiple condiments, which makes me proud because she likes both ketchup and honey mustard. Wow. <laughs> Her favorite is to mix the two. I didn't eat honey mustard until I was like 15, so she's ahead of me. Um, but yeah, it's great. And like, some I of won't them, touch honey mustard. I will not touch oh, it. Honey mustard is my favorite condiment. No. Regular huh. deli mustard. That's what. See, I won't eat. I won't eat regular. Well, mustard. honey mustard is like dressing. It's not mustard. I exactly. Mean, it's a got a little mustard in it, but that's but you know I don't you know you know whatever. It's it's. I don't compare them. Better for they're, they're incomparable. <laughs> that's a different show. Yeah, yeah. That's another network. <laughs> different network. We like those guys though. This is fantastic. Network, is it? They don't listen to this show. <laughs> we don't have, we have an, are we a network of one? Yeah. This is on the turning this car around network. <laughs> Brought to you by the two. We should do that at the beginning of the show, right before the like From the Turning This Car Around Network. Yeah, it's turning this car around. <laughs> From high atop, turning this car around tower. Yeah, the, at the TTCA studios. <laughs> it's Turning this car around. Turning this car around. <laughs> that was the Tonight Show theme. Yeah, very good, <laughs> very good. The original, yes, the classic. Mm-hmm. Guys, you know the what? Correct, the correct one. Yes. Speaking of things that are correct, <laughs> the roots one's pretty good, though. <laughs> Spring is in the air, and it's time to get outside, be energetic, live, live life in the sun. And the more exposure you get to natural light in the morning, it's going to reset your body's clock, so you can sleep better at night. And you guys know how to get better sleep, don't you? You do. It's the sleep number bed. Yes, I if do. If you really want yeah. to sleep your best, throw away that piece of shit mattress you're sleeping on and get a good bed that's going to take care of you, that's going to adjust not just to you, but to your partner as well for each of your ideal sets of comfort by adjusting your sleep number setting in a sleep number bed. You know what? I didn't. I usually I fire up the app before I start this because I'm trying to become a professional, but I haven't done that. So <laughs> I Because my sleep number bed has sleep IQ technology built in, it monitors how well I sleep each night. So let me just say, I mentioned on that other show we do, the the tech show, that I had changed all of my Wi-Fi settings. It took like one second to get my sleep number bed on the new Wi-Fi network, just so you know. Uh, my sleep IQ score last night was an even 90. I slept great. I went to sleep early because I was feeling tired. And my sleep number setting is different again. I'm down at 80. 
past couple of days, I've been down at 80 on the sleep number setting, and it's a little bit less firm than it had been, and I'm just, I'm loving it. But the bed lets you choose your ideal firmness. You can change it whenever you want. Your partner can change their side. I've had a surprising number of people on Twitter ask, after we do these spots, mm-hmm. is it weird um, how could it be delicate here? Because it is an ad read. Uh, but they basically said, can having two different mattress firmness sides affect whole bed activities? And the answer is no. You don't have any. The answer is no. Oh, like wrestling or right. um, pillow fighting. Right. Sometimes the kids are all here for snuggle time. They Making don't a fort. Anything. Exactly. Uh, so. Uh, if you add that sleep IQ technology, it tracks how you sleep so you know how to adjust to make sure you're getting the best sleep. It's great. Uh, we really like the bed. We've been sleeping in it every night we're at home since they first put it in the house. Now more than a year ago, I think. And it's I can't imagine sleeping on something else. So my sleep number setting is 80. My sleep IQ score last night was 90. You can't afford to compromise your sleep. You know what you can't afford, though? A sleep number mattress starting at only $799.99. No better sleep. Find your sleep number setting only at one of the over 500 sleep number stores nationwide. Find one near you by going to sleepnumber.com. And be sure when you're at the store, this is important, be sure to tell them, hey, Lex from Turning This Car Around sent me. They put you on a bed they give you a little map of your body show and like it's it's real-time video like here's where your body is and here's where we're adjusting the bed to where we're supporting you it's cool you'll find your sleep number setting you'll change it a lot after that too because it's fun to just be able to adjust your bed whenever you want so our thanks to sleep number for supporting turning this car around live from the ttca studio (laughs) Uh, two questions please if i mention lex from turning this car around do they map, do they superimpose you over me when I'm lying on the bed map, and they're mapping stuff? <laughs> there's an extra fee for that, but yes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, kind of going is there back a fee, to there's the, a fee not to do that? Is that what yeah? <laughs> can I not? Can I mention you but not have that done? Is the, <laughs> that's then, that's twice the price. And then finally, uh, so yes, is a problem with the kidding? Kidding. <laughs> we can cut that. <laughs> you think? I just had to. I had to. Had to. Sorry. Did you say you had a second question too, John? Um, I did, <clears throat> and I, we're going to cut it. Oh, uh, okay. okay. So for I length, because because it's like we're running long. long. We're just running too long. Yeah, it's the like, shows too, too long, and yeah, it's yeah. fine. So I've been feeling a little bit of parental guilt, as is my want. Mm-hmm. And people will say to us. Hey, so you must be excited for the basement so you can have the kids down there. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> there the will be no not kids. for the kids. There's a, this room, this house has one more room than our last house. And that one add-on room is what we have made the playroom. So like there's, it used to be that they had either the living room or the family room, however you would divide it in the old house. And in this house, there's a living room and a family room and there's a playroom, right? So there's, there's an extra room. And that's their room. And like the basement is for grownups. And not that the kids aren't allowed there. Like they'll come watch movies down there or hang out down there sometimes, but it's not a playroom. And people, everybody's like, oh, and they smile that smile that lets me know they're judging me. Uh, so I'm just trying to understand, like, are we jerks for not using the basement as a bonus playroom? No. Okay. No, I mean, not they have all. a playroom. They have a playroom, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, then no. I mean, how many playrooms do they need? Exactly. They don't need a north and south playroom. Right. Bastards. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's ridiculous. I mean, you know, we had to do the thing which we swore we weren't going to do of having the the living room be the playroom. Um, so you know, the the li- when Hank was tiny, um, the living room was a disaster area of toys and and mm-hmm. the pack and play and mm-hmm. I mean like it's just crap everywhere. Um, but now that he's older, you know, 
it's not like that. <laughs> you have your living room. His back. computer's down there. His computer's in there, but that's it. It's not. It's not like you know. He doesn't have his his junk does not need to go everywhere. Yeah, I'm with you. And and I and I you know he's got his own room. There's there's plenty of there's plenty of uh, space for his stuff in there. Now, oh, you know what? This is an interesting question to pose to you both because John Moltz, you have an only child, but my kids have all gone through phases and are now the youngest is back in it where he doesn't want to play in any space where he's by himself. Like he doesn't want to play. He loves playing in his room, but he wants somebody else to be upstairs. They don't have to be in his yes. room. But they want a parent or a kid yeah. also to be upstairs. And I, it, it came only like a month or two after we moved into the new house. So I don't feel like it's a new house change. It's just him i find it super annoying how do you fix it <laughs> did your kids do this yes yeah yeah what what it came to i mean he's what... still kind of he's still kind of like that he's always in the living room usually he's usually always in the living room occasionally well like everyone's while he gets up to his room but um he doesn't yeah he doesn't like being in his room i know what he's doing up there <laughs> <laughs> yet he's doing it in the living room no, oh. Um... Ow! Ow! Oh. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no uh he's, yeah he'd rather he'd just rather juggling, be where juggling he is, right I mean. he's juggling i mean i don't know i mean but which is so fine nice, now though. like if they'd rather be with you that's nice yeah yeah i mean and, and he's not he's not annoying or anything so it's it's okay i mean I, but, like when he was when he was a little kid like constantly <laughs> like there were times when you wanted a little space but what I would do, I this happened when I was I had um, quit the day job and started the business, and so I was working from home, and we only had uh, childcare help a few days a week, and so we sort of worked it. And I I had uh, my time with my oldest when she was like you know what two three, and so what we would do is I could work on my laptop and do email and um, you know the RSS thing reading stuff and whatnot. And she would have her portable DVD player and that was her work. And so she mm -hmm. would say, I'm going to do my work and you know, I'm going to sit over here. I'm going to eat, um, you know, a Cheetos or, you know, pirate's booty or whatever the snack was, goldfish. And you sit on the couch and we're going to, we're working. And that's, that, that was one way to do it. But w about, four or five i had to be in the bedroom with her and it was really weird because we didn't have like buildy toys yet for her like we hadn't done lego or playmobile or there was none of that stuff there so it wasn't it took a while it took like a couple of years i think to kind of figure out what our together time looked like mm -hmm. um and that's where the the characters and like uh imaginary play we started doing stuff with that and I would read a lot, but if you're, if you need like, a, like, if you don't have the time to do that with your kids, hey, 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 I mean, I get it too. Like I, there was some days where I was like, I, can you just go around the corner? I'm still here. I'm right here. See, I'm still talking and I'm walking away from you. And, and apparently around this time was when super nanny came on in the States and she had this whole method of play and walk away. So what you were supposed to do is sit down and you play with them for maybe five minutes, 10 tops. And then they would get absorbed into their world and you could like 
well, I'm going to just sneak carefully away. And I could <laughs> never get that to work. I could never do it. She would, I'd start to kind of back away. And then she, like, I could leave the room, but like 30 seconds later, where did you go? Come back. <laughs> so the play and walk away never worked for us. <laughs> really? Play and walk away. Play and walk away. That's right. Back and to the left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Quoting, of course, mm-hmm. the famous Oliver Stone movie. Oh, JFK. Oh, I, I thought, thought it, was it was the Snow Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, right. The Kramer, the second spin. On which that was, yeah, that was based yeah. on JFK. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Lex, I had a question for you about your new house and, and moving with kids. Hit me. When, uh, I think Lita was five and or six, and we moved to a new house that was substantially larger than the previous house. Um, and her bedroom was now, instead of, um, four feet away from the master bedroom. It was 15 feet away, maybe 18 feet away. And for about six months, she would come in every night at like three in the morning or something, mm. four in the morning. And so we, we had this thing, we had talked to other parents about this. And so what we came up with was we'll put this blanket on the floor with a pillow. And if you want to be in here with us, you you can be, you can come in and you can lay down on the floor and this blanket. She would do it. <laughs> Yep. She can't get in bed because it would wake everybody up and it'd be awful because she was like a thrasher sleeper. Like she was like a, you know, throw her arms around and kick you stuff. So yeah. that worked. That was an awesome uh, compromise. It helped her feel like, you know. Um, and I knew some people who had twins and they had one chair in their bedroom. So first one in got the chair, the other one got the floor. And they went through a thing <laughs> like that too where they had to be with them in the middle of the night. And apparently- That's a was... good idea. That's a good idea though because we had that problem. Um, he would come in and just like, stand there and then you know <laughs> you're like oh god somebody's gonna so you know i gotta get up and just walk him back to the room but uh having like if he had just been able to lie down there that would have been fine um because it's like you don't really want to there's right. so much so many things where you're told not to do such and such and letting them into your bed is one of those things right yeah where you're you know there's so many opinions about it and it seems like here in north america the general opinion is, oh my God, never let the kids in your bed because then, you know, mm. your personal space is gone and then you'll, you know, mm-hmm. you'll be mindless slaves to your children for the rest of your life. Yeah, there's a crazy synapse that forms and the, destroys the world <laughs> as we know it. Right, right, yes. T- space and time will collapse in on itself. Mm-hmm. Right. And nothing will ever be the same. Right. The, the, I think the, the floor thing solved a lot. The sleep was better. She felt like she was comforted. And then we also used it to teach numbers. And we, ta- I think we talked about this like on our second episode, right? About sleep. Lex, do you still have the traffic signal? Yes. This we use the working? traffic lights in all three rooms. And it's, we, it's a requirement. Like it must. <laughs> um, <laughs> we set them every weekend. We set them to later. And then during the week, they're earlier. And they are all... I would say 90% of the time they're awake before it turns green, but stay in their rooms, usually in their beds until the light turns green. They're great. They're a must. I can't imagine parenting without them. <laughs> we we used a, an alarm clock that was digital to teach numbers. So yeah. seven, zero, zero was the absolute earliest. Yeah, that uh, didn't work. Yeah, well, 
it didn't either for us. But um, <laughs> he could he could read the numbers. He just didn't care. <laughs> but then we figured out the whole bed sleepy thing, and that that solved that solved that part of it. Like, okay, yeah. fine, come in. Um, but I was going to ask you: Do you ever worry that that's like somehow like forcing your kids to be robots? Right. Like actual robots. <laughs> oh wait, forcing my kids to be actual robots? Mm-hmm. The like they will not. They're going to wait for some sort of you know uh, psycho acoustics. <laughs> I don't know, psycho visual cue. So there'll be some sort of trigger. No. Be, that are yeah. like Manchurian candidates. When we, exactly. When we travel. Yeah. When we travel, yes. like at the Disney trip or whatever. There's no traffic light, right? We just go, and they wake up very early, and we tell them like you have to stay in bed, or you can go read a book depending on what time it is. But they they can handle waking up and uh, starting life with or without the clocks. So I'm not worried about it. They're doing okay. just fine. Okay. They 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 respect the clocks, but they're not huge fans, right? They would love to get out of bed much earlier, which is exactly why we have them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I had, I have to wake him up every day, almost. I mean, um, mm-hmm. one time over last weekend, I think he got up. He got up kind of early. It's like six thirty or something. Oh no! Um, but he's fine. He just goes, you know, does his own thing. You know. Um, the I mean, the only thing that's a problem sometimes is that he will. I mean, he'll just eat like snack foods. So he'll like you know he'll just sit there and eat potato chips mm-hmm. <laughs> at six thirty in the morning for, <laughs> oh, God. for like an hour. Uh, uh, um, yeah. Uh. But um, <laughs> so today I woke woke him up. I had to go in and wake him up, and he was he he's lying horizontally across the bed <clears throat> i mean he is such a he is such a mover and i was just thinking my god your your poor mm-hmm. spouse partner whatever i mean yeah just... <laughs> yeah <laughs> that poor person is gonna get shoved onto the floor frequently i've had that with my oldest also well i've walked in the room to get her up and it's like what is <laughs> where is she first of all where is she <laughs> oh yeah that's the thing i mean he's got this big he's got this big comforter and half the time i go in there i can't tell where his head is right <laughs> And I've had the same feeling where like, oh God, help the person. <laughs> is he even be in there? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I, um, I had a, I think I've, I can't remember if I shared this with you guys or not, but the, when my mom was alive and right after my dad died, we would have these big family Christmases. And so as part of the remembrance of my dad to like continue the traditions, we had these big, massive Christmas Eve sleepovers. And then the the my nephews and nieces would celebrate Christmas morning at my mom's house. So Santa would make the stop at my mom's, and we had this big old house. And there was like a ritual that you had to wait at the top of the stairs and all this stuff. And so uh, <laughs> was I was sigh. well, I was single, and I had donated my bed, which was a full bed, to a couple uh, um, who were helping Santa Claus, <clears throat> as far as I know. And so, um, I had to sleep with the kids on the sofa bed, which wasn't a problem except for one of my nephews. I woke up and he was literally spread eagle across everybody with a, he hit me in the face with one of his hands and he had his little (laughs) footy, cute little footy pajamas on. He's three years old, you know, and I had to lift him up to move him. And I, he didn't move. Like he was, I thought he my, almost was dead. I was like, what? Because I'm lifting him up. And he's perfectly <laughs> flat. Levit- there's no movement. I rotate him, you know, 90 degrees, set him back down. And then <laughs> nothing. Didn't, didn't even, he survived. But there was just, what, how can you do that? Like, how can you be that asleep 
first of all, laying on all those people. And then when you get moved, you're still asleep. Yeah. Crazy. Then I woke up and one of the, my nephews had been pushed by this kid into like the valley of the bed master's mattress part and the arm and the sofa. And like, I don't know how he survived either. So we all woke up and we're very grumpy, but we got all got awesome stuff for Christmas. The end. <laughs> God, I remember my grandfather used to, we always had to wait for my grandfather to get up. And my grandfather uh, would get up like late uh, and, take, and, and then take it and take a shower. Yep. We're like, oh my God. What the hell God. is that about? Uh, that just, you know what yeah. though? That makes it better because then you're like really itching to go. Yeah, but right? it's like noon. <laughs> well. And we've been up for like seven hours. Yeah. I, noon? I, that's crazy. Now that's insane. Well, it wasn't it wasn't that late, but it could have been 10. Oh, you it's poor. It's very rare that we share a bed with any of the kids now. Um, Lauren will sometimes let them take turns having sleepovers if I'm away for work. So they'll all sleep in her bed with her. Um, the sleep number bed. They take my side. They they don't change the sleep number. Um, but <laughs> that you know of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the app would tell me. But yeah, right, the... <laughs> right. You get a, you get an alert. Uh, Liam used to be terrible. Like he would be stretched out all over the place. But he's now reasonable. And if he starts to kick you, you can kind of just reassemble his limbs and he'll stay. Sarah's fine actually. But Anya, nobody, uh, nobody today can share a bed with Anya because she's just like wild. And mm. she comes by it honestly because I used to be the same way and like a super sleepy thrasher. But, you know, anytime I go to check on her, all the blankets are on the floor, half her body's out of the bed. And yeah. like, it's crazy. It's crazy. She sleeps. She sleeps like a wild animal. Mm-hmm. I can see <laughs> Not that. that I've ever watched wild animals. Sleeping, mm-hmm. Real, yeah, that's, really? That's sure. what they do. Uh-huh. Not that you hang out at the zoo and I love watch watching wild animals sleeping. Animals sleep. <laughs> We've been watching reruns of Malcolm in the middle and i forgot how awesome that show is first of all and also the ptsd from the brothers there's a little bit of that but the mom in that show jane what's her name is so good so good as the mom and the boys are crazy but they have the the youngest boys named dewey and he's he's just so awesome but they'll do stuff to him when he's sleeping and one of the things was the the middle brother that, or the second oldest brother took the youngest brother and drew <laughs> drew like sideburns and a full full beard and glasses on the youngest one and then the rest of the episode the youngest one had this face on and i couldn't stop laughing i'm laughing now thinking about it it was hilarious <laughs> and you know i could never do that in my my family like there would be so much hell to pay i'm wondering if any of you experienced anything like like sleep hijinks where oh. you either had friends or siblings who or, or whatever who would like get you in your sleep in some way, like put your bra on the freezer or something. I don't know. <laughs> what Lex? <laughs> Did you say put my bra? In yeah, the uh, or underpants, whatever. Right, panties. What? Just no. I've I don't heard... remember sleep stuff. I remember. I remember the one thing that I remember them getting me on was they they switched out. I used to put a lot of sugar on my cereal in the morning, mm. and they switched mm. it with salt. Oh. Um, one one April Fool's Day, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. They got me with that, um, but I don't remember any sleep things. Wow, like no shaving cream, and then put your hand in the water, and then you like smear it on your no. face. Okay. No, I think we tried that warm water thing, and it just didn't work. Exactly. You know, I remember we did that at sleepovers. Yeah, and it, it didn't happen. Yeah, right. Because what could be more fun than having your friend pee next to you? Yes, <laughs> perfect. Good thinking, everybody. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Kids are so stupid. I'm glad it didn't work now. <laughs> one of my brothers shot the other one in the back with a BB gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, not really, kind of a, not really a prank per se. <laughs> was it a serpentine situation? Like run, and then because <laughs> that's no, how I, I got shot like, with the BB gun. Yeah, I, they were just like ho- horsing around, and the BB how gun you, happened I, to be there. And like, how do you get to a place where you're like, I am going to point this at my sibling and pull the trigger? BB gun, whatever, like any weapon, like, and you're not angry. How do you not get to that point? Well, that's what I mean. Like, if you're not angry, like, you know, you're just dinking around, then I don't, I don't get that. I've never, I've like, there's a, I have, I'm missing the, like, maybe it's because I'm later in family order or something, but I mean, I get it kind of, but it seems un, just unnecessarily cruel to shoot people with any. Sure. Yeah. Water guns accepted. That, that, that's an exception, but like actual and projectiles. Mm-hmm. You can shoot a smile in my direction can, anytime. Max is looking for an out. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, you can shoot the shit with me at any time. That's, that's fine. Okay. But no, I, I, I mostly. I mean, I've never owned a BB gun, so I can't speak to it directly. But like, I, I definitely think that there's that time when you're like, hey, what would happen if I threw this ball at my loved one's head? Like, I think you. There's an age when I mean, I have that all the time. But I think there's an age when you don't it's hard for you to rationalize that other people can feel pain. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you could uh-huh. they're like, Hey, this will be interesting and let's see what happens without, you know, thinking through the full ramifications. Right. Yes. Like the time you throw a giant rock and n- you can't see very well normally, but you, in this instance, you throw it as perfectly as possible and it perfectly gives your sister a giant black eye. That's <laughs> memorializing all just, the summer photos just, from that year. Just as an example, as one possible potential, Ex- yeah. Or 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 uh, your brother's down in a in a ditch, and you're standing at the top of the ditch, and you tell him, "Don't come down to the end of the ditch. I'm going to drop a rock." And he comes down to the end of the ditch, and so you drop the rock anyway because you told him mm-hmm. you were going to drop the rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you got to do? And then he goes to the hospital and gets stitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Theoretically, it's okay. He made it up later by shooting my other brother with a BB gun. <laughs> But you were never shot? I was never shot with a BB gun, no. We can fix that. <laughs> at the uh, turning this car right. around. At the, <laughs> the offsite. At the turning this car around summer camp. I'm shooting from live atop the TTCA tower. Turning this car around summer camp experience. I didn't. I never watched Malcolm in the Middle, but my um, my college roommate was in it. Really? Yeah. Uh, do you know Do you know a character named Lionel Herkaby? Lionel Herkaby. He was in nine episodes. Is Lionel Herkaby? Was he like a stoner neighbor? I don't know. I never saw it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, you would have had a conversation that he would have said, "Yeah, I was like the stoner neighbor." Uh, no, we never had a conversation about that show per se. 
Uh, we talked. He was also in the Gilmore Girls. We talked a little bit about that. Um, and also, he was in Fringe. So I mostly hmm. was interested in his role in Fringe. Oh wait, 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 wait! Is that uh, Chris Eichmann? Yeah, you went to college with Chris Eichmann. I roomed with him sophomore year. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. I Metropolitan is one of my all-time favorite it's movies. A, it's a good movie. Yeah, and he's awesome in it. Kicking and Screaming is a good movie too. That he was in. There's two movies called Kicking and Screaming, and he was in one of them. One of them. Was he in the Will Ferrell one? No. <laughs> it was not the Will Ferrell one. I'm sending you a show notes. Okay. All right. I have two minutes to eat before my next call. Okay. Maybe John and I can talk about movies. Oh, yeah. yeah we can talk about movies. Perfect. Yeah, just stop. I'll talk to you guys later. If I hang right. up and you disconnect, figure it out, motherfuckers. Okay. Goodbye. We'll try. All right. Bye. Hi. I'm just talking to the air right now. <laughs> I totally had a whole conversation just now. <laughs> I was not there. Mm-hmm, that's fine. Uh, that's yeah. crazy that you roomed with him. So was he acting? Yeah. Was he acting? He probably wasn't acting then, right? Well, he was acting in college plays. But not like not any acting. movie. He didn't do any movie not work. Not professionally, no. No. So, yeah, I guess it was three years before he got, he was in Metropolitan. That's his first, wow. his first real big thing. Um, I just kicking and screaming's good. Oh, Barcelona's pretty good too. Barcelona's great too. Yeah, that's awesome. He's good in that one. Yeah. Um, and he plays really well against the other guy, uh, the other actor that was in that he was like kind of like they were they were buddies in Metropolitan. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, You sent a link. We're 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 talking about movies now because I need (laughs) to see this trailer. It's the movie show. Uh, Yep. It's the movie trailer. Trailer Park. No, what do we call it? Trailer Town? Trailer Trash? Trailer Trash. Perfect. (laughs) Oh. Okay, here we go. Sorry, watching it. Oh, my God. It's good. It's a good one. I've seen it like 15 times. Paul Rudd is so Paul good. Rudd's so good. Paul He's Rudd's so, so funny. Good. I his like him. I actually is, have a man crush on him. His timing is perfect. Yeah. The Falcon, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, they're rogue. They're going rogue. Yeah, they have to. Because it's yep. right, right. Have you read the have you read the Civil War thing in the uh, I It's I pretty not. long. I have not. The con in the comics. Um it's pretty long, but it's it's a pretty good one. When when yeah. was that storyline? When did that origin oh gosh i want to say it was like 10 years ago now oh maybe it was more like maybe it was more like eight so fairly recent then in com yeah i guess in comic world comic world time yeah so these were sold on the newsstand this this whole storyline was sold on the newsstand well i'm sure it's not it's not exactly the same it was much more involved i mean because it of course it it was the whole marvel universe um it was a big deal and so, you know, it was one of those things that wove in and out of every book. Right. Um, and, you know, you got to buy this book to get, you know, to get the whole story. So that's always kind of a pain in the ass. But um, this one was fairly well written and had a um, fairly identifiable beginning, middle and end, which I think the ending is usually the problem with most of these gigantic comic book universe stories. Mm. 
it's like it's it's like a big deal and then it sort of just peters out at the end like you don't understand exactly how it finished yeah <laughs> uh, i'm um, i'm yeah i'm kind of wondering there's so many like there's so many big movies that are all about it's either star wars or comic books like yeah if i was a movie person i would think there's a huge opening for something compl- like counter programming or you know uh, like i'm trying to think when the Ma- we watched the matrix with um my girlfriend's oldest and i forgot first of all how awesome a lot of it is in terms of like mind bending mm-hmm. you know kind of flips and turns and stuff yeah and we had a lot of conversation about you know there's that whole thing where he's like what is what <laughs> what is reality mhm I didn't say this to my, my girlfriend's daughter, but I said it uh, to myself when I first saw the movie was that the matrix answered the question. What if everybody was a robot and I'm the only person <laughs> on earth? That, that <laughs> right. Was, right. But which like, we've all thought. And the reason I bring up the matrix is that came out at a time when like, I think X-Men had come out, right? It was after X-Men. Uh, no, I think it was before, before X-Men, X-Men. was it 99 and then X-Men was 2000. Maybe let's see. X-Men was 2000. Okay, so it was before. But Um, there was like a lot of, there just wasn't anything like it out. Like there was nothing like that movie. Right, right. It had a real, it had a real style to it. um, Right. First of all. Yes. And, and it, and that worked for, particularly for that idea that the whole thing was like a computer program. Right, right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, And it set up a whole bunch of other movies, um, particularly, uh, what's the inception oh yeah and, awesome. um and the i don't know if you've seen the trailer for dr strange but i did um, but ben- it's very inception inception like yeah. which i think is a really good way for them to go with this instead of mm-hmm. like i mean they, they're gonna do he's you know he'll throw some magic bolts and stuff like that but that whole like making it kind of a mind game too right is is kind of a cool thing to do and, instead and, of it just being spells like instead of it being just like harry potter right where did you land on the whole Tilda Swinton situation? Uh, I mean, isn't she supposed to be Asian or something? Yeah, you know, I mean, they had to they had to do it for like business reasons, uh, um, because the character is supposed to be Tibetan, uh huh, Tibetan, um, right. and they, you know, <laughs> they cast an Asian person to play it, um. The ancient one, they do they cast a Tibetan person, which it should be, and piss off China, or mm. they catch, you know, cast a Chinese person and piss off um, everybody else, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so they cast a white person, which is, you know, it's kind of a gutless cop out. Um, but mm, yeah, it's uh, a business decision. All right. So, so uh, as we've been talking, I right now, there's a Viggo Mortensen Captain Fantastic official trailer that just hit literally like I so what right is now. yeah I saw, I saw this name float around I don't I'm not familiar with At first I thought it was an Elton who John Captain reference Fantastic is supposed to be um, You I thought it was what? I thought it was an Elton John reference <laughs> Um I don't think it's a superhero movie. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's a superhero. I don't know. It's taking a turn. <laughs> At, at 33 seconds in. 33 seconds. Okay, I'm only at 28. Uh, see. Oh, Sundance. Definitely not a comic book movie. Yeah. Okay, I'm just skipping forward. I don't think. Oh, okay. Right. No, this is a Huggy Learny movie. 
Okay. It's heartwarming and offbeat, so I'm, t- I'm stopping. Okay. I'm stopping that. We don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't talk about those on this. Mm-mm, there's no hugging or learning on this, uh, on trailer trash. <laughs> <laughs> the official offshoot of, in the... <laughs> Turning this car around ne- the TTCA networks. All new trailer trash. <sighs> so, I mean, I kind of, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I kind of understand why they did it, but, it, you know, it yeah. sucks that, okay. they, that they did it and that they felt like they had to do it. Um, otherwise, they can't. Otherwise, they couldn't really push the movie in, in China. Mm. And China's a huge market, obviously. Right, so. right. Well, but I... That's so weird. It's almost like... Um, what's her name? Emma Stone in... Uh, what, what was that movie that uh, Cameron Crowe did? Was it Hawaii? Aloha? Oh, no, no. You know what I'm talking about? There's a, there a movie, and she was cast as like a Hawaiian, um, Asian person like nate she's supposed to be native and it's a redhead you know emma stone uh, yeah aloha it was called aloha and just the weirdest casting choice ever and i i mean i love emma stone but i don't i can't see a blonde haired uh, she's blonde in the movie i can't see that being red as native though so what i'm saying no. is the the tilda swinton thing is not without precedent oh yeah no it's certainly not without precedent um like there's a there was an Asian character in the Martian that was, um, yeah, they cast a white person to play. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. Uh, Brandy Chastain. But what? Wait, which character are you talking <laughs> no, about? No, no, you're thinking, no, um, uh, Mar- the, mm-hmm. Oh, Mindy Park. Yeah. Mindy Park. Um, that's Mindy right. Mindy Park was supposed to be an Asian character. But that's right. Sorry. Mackenzie, Sorry. Mackenzie Davis. Halt and Catch Fire. Who did it? Who was who did a great job? It was great in the movie, but you know, yeah. they do this all the time. And at the same time, so like, um, they talked. They, uh, there was a lot of talk about trying to get Marvel to cast an Asian person as um, Iron Fist in the upcoming Iron Fist TV show for Netflix, right? And um, not an Asian in the in the comic book, but um, and lots of people wanted them to, to cast an Asian because it seemed like you know. It's kind of an Asian story. It's a story right. of going to you know Asia and learning and becoming this this living weapon. And uh, hmm. but the, there was also like a very good article that I read, an opinion piece about it from um, an Asian person who said, "No, don't don't do that because this is this would be just like a stereotypical hmm. <laughs> like if you change this to an Asian person, then it becomes like well yeah now you're just like saying." Yeah. Oh, it's a kung fu movie. It's okay. a, it should be an Asian person. Um, I see. You know, obviously there's a problem. Obviously there aren't enough Asian actors in film, but this isn't really the way to solve that problem. Not the way to go. Okay, it's an issue. Mm. You know, that we're getting to the place too with all this stuff where it's kind of it's getting to be outside my comic knowledge. A lot of the characters now, mm-hmm. like I remember Venom. I remember few of the characters but like i never was into daredevil even but i knew who Dare, you know, i knew about daredevil but i was never like i just wasn't that i didn't go that deep like i was yeah you know spidey x-men mm-hmm. uh i'm pretty i'm pretty up m- much up to my eyes in it and thor <laughs> I, I i was talking to the, about uh to this about my girlfriend about captain america that in the 70s and i think in maybe in the 80s they tried to do captain america as a tv show and it was pretty clear they didn't have the budget and yes. the technology wasn't there. And 
I always felt like he always got the short Spider-Man too. They did Spider-Man. That yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And I just felt like Captain America was never I liked him as a character and I felt like he could have done some awesome stuff, but they never just they never put the energy into him that they could have. And so when the when he you know, all this happened with the comic movies, I was really stoked. The first movie, really long, kinda weird. Second movie though was really good and redeemed the thing. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first one's just sort of silly. I mean, I think they did an okay job. They did, and the, the effects are interesting. Oh, oh, you're talking about you're talking about Thor, or Captain America, Captain America. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Thor too. I read I, I read Thor comics, um, and yeah. that was cool to see. You know, the second one especially that was pretty crazy. Yeah, some of the effects with that were bananas, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that movie. A lot of people don't like that movie. <laughs> no, I, I I liked it too. I like the Jason first one. Snell, Jason Snell and I have an argument about that movie. <laughs> uh, well, listen, Mister Snell and I we differ about a lot of things. I just I mean. I, I've had some Twitter fights with him. I'm gonna... It's uh, it's uh, it's fun. <laughs> he was upset about Birdman winning the Oscar. By the way, uh, I thought Birdman was awesome. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I don't hate it, but I don't. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I like. And I thought he I, did. I thought he did a great job acting it. I like those. I like weird movies. I forget. I forget what it was up against, though. I forget what it was up against. Oh, uh, it was tough. It was tough. It was a good. Yeah. Year. And I've been I've been hurt too many times by the Oscars to care about them anymore. You're right. Right. I mean, like Titanic winning. I mean, come on! I always like it when a weird movie wins, though. See, that's the thing. It's kind of like it's a. It throws everything. You know, it's not like the feel good, learny, huggy movie that wins. It's the weird. Yeah. You know, Michael Keaton's floating in air movie. <laughs> um, as you start the show, like you walk in, like the first thing you see is he's floating. He's levitating. So good. It's a great shot. Um. So you're excited about Cap- you're excited about the Civil War movie. You're yeah, going. I'm very excited about it. I mean, I've seen I've seen a number of clips now, and um, I've heard a few things. Like there was a roundup of the people who had seen the early releases, um, the roundup of their Twitter comments, and they were all like, they were all very positive. Um, so I'm I'm going opening night with some friends, and it opened, which is like the first time I've done that in like forever. I can't think of the last movie I saw opening night. I didn't even see Star Wars opening night. Like I saw. The no, next I mean, I just thought it was like, I was like a week for me or something, or maybe it was like, I guess it was that following Monday. Maybe it was, it was that following Monday. I think it was that following Monday and it mm. seemed like forever. <laughs> like I felt I like I was, I was dying yeah. inside. Yeah. Well, <laughs> weren't we all? I mean, <clears throat> okay. So the comics were six, 2006, 2007. So, so oh, 10, yeah, years so like 10 years that ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. But you're you're more excited to see this than did you, have you seen the the Batman Superman? I am not going to see the Batman. Just, Superman that's movie. it. You're boycotting. I am boycott. I am boycotting. I am deliberately boycotting the Batman Superman movie. If it were on Netflix, would you watch it? Yes. Oh, okay. So I you're would just I would watch it. I would. I w- I'm not going to pay for it. Gotcha. Other than in a venue that I've already paid for. Yeah, such um, as Netflix or you know, I got streaming. It. I whatever. hear you. I hear you. Okay. So, when is the when is the, does it, it doesn't open this Friday, does it? No, next May, whatever. Next May Friday, s- so so I'm we're going Thursday night. Okay. Don't think I'll be taking my kids to see this. Don't yeah, I mean they happen. they just don't want to. I well, don't think it's. I mean, like your oldest, it's certainly no. Yeah. Well, it's certainly no worse than Batman versus Superman. I mean, it's it's. I think it's probably more much more lighthearted and yes, <laughs> kid friendly than Batman versus. It's Superman. the six year old. I'm, it was almost seven. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think it's still too much. For, I don't know. 
I'd need to read our review or like the um, common sense media or, you know, some. Parent, yeah, I think that's a little, movies. that's a little, that's a little young. Probably. Uh, um, I took it to Star Wars. I pushed it for Star Wars because I figured that, um, you know, sometimes you gotta, do, you gotta just, gotta take, you gotta, you gotta, you take, gotta the take the hit. And she was so funny. She <laughs> sometimes was like, you have to watch Han Solo die. That's right. Well, look, I mean, you know, you and I saw how many people die on TV every week. I know. So I remember seeing, I remember seeing a movie like the, I think I've talked about this before, but they had the 430 movie in, um, in the New York City area. And so you get home and like you do your homework real quick. And then the 430 movie would come on and I would sit there with like a bunch of cookies and some high mm-hmm. C mm-hmm. and watch it. And, um, and they would have like themes of the week. So they'd have monster movies one week. Um, and the Westerns was one mm, that they yeah. would often do. And I remember seeing a Western movie and I don't remember what, it, what the, I certainly don't remember the name of it or who, who was in it, but I remember, um, the, the Indians, um, mm-hmm. strapping a guy to a wagon wheel and roasting him over a fire. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, and they don't, you know, they don't, sh- you know, cause it was like, it was a black and white movie from the fifties. They don't really show anything because uh. they couldn't have done it with any special effects. And so what they do, you know, and they couldn't really roast the guy over a fire. Um, and so what they do is that, you know, it's something that had happened and they show, you know, the cowboys show up later and you know untie him um but yeah but i mean the thought of that was pretty stuck in my you know stuck in my mind until now or you know for 40 years or whatever yeah yeah Uh, jaws man jaws did it to me oh yeah i was 10 and my brother was like my brother was like 13 or something when he saw jaws and he came home and he he had to wake my parents up like (laughs) (laughs) like i cannot sure why you maybe he went with my other brother he must have gone with my other brother who was older oh, um man. so maybe he was even older than that because if my other brother had dro- drove then he would have to have been older but yeah and i remember like there being kind of a commotion like i was asleep mm. and um there'd be commotion because <laughs> he was so upset he's just like i can't <laughs> the movie had freaked him out so badly that he was oh yeah uh <laughs> This is a huge summer. There's a bunch of movies, so I didn't realize this, but there's a new Star Trek this summer. Yeah, there's a new Star Trek. Yeah. Is that the one that Simon Pegg supposedly wrote or worked on? Um, yeah, and I can't... I've been trying to go back and figure out figure out exactly what his final opinion is of it, because the early word was, oh, Simon Pegg's going to write it. It should be great, because he's a real Star Trek fan. Right. Um, and then later, he said a few things about how he didn't get the kind of creative control that he wanted and mm. because the suits wanted to make an action movie. I see. So I not exactly sure how this one will turn out because the trailer certainly looks like an action movie. Right. Um, it doesn't look bad, but it looks like an action movie. I, like I've that. liked all of them. I don't care. I like all of them. I think they're fun. I thought the last two were good. I enjoyed the last two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lens they are definitely action movies. Yeah, they are mostly yeah, they are mostly action movies. Um, and the dir- the direct the person they have directing this one is not really confidence inspiring. I don't think. Mm. Um, since Abrams went to Star oh, Wars, he's doing the Fast so. and Furious movies. Yeah, crazy. Okay. Yeah, so I. They're pretty fun though. I mean, they're they're not. Yeah, fun. I mean, so maybe it'll be fun. We'll we'll see. I don't. I'm I'm preparing myself for the worst for this though. Um, I hope it's just at least it's at least decent. Yeah, you know, I mean there there were enough there were enough bad Star Trek movies before <laughs> before I, the reboot that <laughs> I, I don't think you're gonna get like 
the first one was basically like 20 minutes yeah. of slow motion camera pans of the Enterprise, yeah. you know, like. Right. That was awful. Yeah, it was not was good. Better. I mean, but I remember being so excited about it just because it was oh, back, sure. because Star Trek was back. I mean, that was so. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, yes. super exciting. Um, um, and they're, they're, you know, they're doing a series. They're doing a new Star Trek series. No, I did not know that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And that looks like it will be really good mm. um, because they've got one of the guys, the show leader is a guy who wrote a bunch of Star Trek episodes for Deep Space Nine. Um and um is a real like star trek person i mean really likes the show um and they got somebody else from the movies who um is super good i can't whose name i can't remember off the top of my head um who worked on like wrath of khan oh and um the other some of the other good ones and uh it's gonna be um you know like a it's gonna take place after the old crew but before next generation. I see. I see. In between and, two, and right. it will be like, you know, it'll be sort of Netflix style. It'll be um, like 10 or 12 episodes of a story arc. And then they'll do like a different story the next year. Gotcha. Yeah. That's smart. That's good. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. And it'll be, it'll be like a story arc. It won't be, you know, monster of the week sort of thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which will be kind of, which will be pretty cool. Cause that'll be like the first time that's, that's right. I mean, other than other than the the sort of ending of Deep Space Nine, which was kind of a big story arc, um, it'll be the first time that there's been a the, real like a dedicated season to uh, one story. One story that I watched. I think I watched it. I can't remember if I watched it with my girls or with my girlfriend's girls, but we watched the old like the episode one of the original Star Trek series, and yeah. it's like not about space travel as much as it is about like interpersonal relationships and philosophies and sort of the implications of space travel. Um, And I thought it's kind of, it's awesome in in a way, but really boring for kids. Yeah. Yeah. He's never, I mean, he'll watch it. Like if I have it on, he'll watch it and he'll ask questions about it. Um, But he, he certainly never asks for it. Mm. Yeah. My, my, Lee, my oldest wants to see Batman. I think. I think, and it's, I think for her, it's a social currency issue. Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, maybe I'll I'll get a sitter or something, or I don't know. We'll see. I may see it with her because I kind of want to see it, but I don't. I don't know if I want to spend like a billion dollars on it. You know, like <laughs> like 3D IMAX. You know, <laughs> giant. Just go see it in a normal theater matinee pricing. That'll, yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah. Because it's less about the movie, it's, it's more about the experience with her. That's right. how I'm looking at it. It's not supposed to be good. Mm-mm. No. I, just, I don't. I don't approve of their what they're doing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm protesting. Okay, I'm sitting this out. You got the, <laughs> your hunger striking. I yeah, it's a, I'm an, I'm a conscientious objector. Mm. <laughs> CEO. Yep. Got it. <laughs> to DC's to DC's movie universe. I love their TV universe, but I do not like her. <laughs> Are, movie universe are there any other movies coming out in the next month that you're excited to see uh x-men age of apocalypse uh, or i guess it's just apocalypse apocalypse i guess it's just yeah um, okay T- walk me through this one because i didn't even know that was happening um you know, oh so oscar isaac is playing um apocalypse love him. love him okay yeah who is terrific um so apocalypse is the the original mutant who has like 
mm. unbelievable powers and bends usually bends four powerful mutants to his will to act as his horsemen ah. and magneto it's going to be magneto and uh the angel and psylocke and who's the and storm uh, that he gets to uh be his his horsemen of the apocalypse and uh, the rest of the mutants have to fight against them. And this brings back, so there'll be younger versions of, I think, I think this is supposed to happen in the 80s, mm-hmm. in the sort of X-Men chronology. Right. And they're going with a younger Jean Grey and... Yes, Sophie Turner. Cyclops, yeah. Nightcrawler's in it. Um, what's her name? Uh, the one who makes the explosions. The little explosions. Oh, uh, hold on. I'm totally there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of um not storm havoc no no no, no. wait 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 That's no guy. havoc's also in it i believe not jubilee plague yeah jubilee jubilee jubilee, jubilee. yeah that's what i was like this is a there's a lot of people in this it's movie. a big it's a big cast <laughs> it's and, a big cast <laughs> and singer's still directing these wow yeah so they put they put him back because mm. they i think the, the rest of it kind of went south on them after they mm. after he after he left. Yeah. Uh, and so he, ba- he basically came back and undid the third movie because he hated it so much. Okay. Which was, and so did he, okay. Did, did he do days of future past? Is that the, he did days of future past. Yeah. Okay. That Cause I watched that. Retur- that was his return. Pretty good. I like that. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. The future stuff was not great. Um, the future stuff was kind of boring cause it was just fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, um, but the stuff that happened in the seventies was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. It's really awesome. good. Yeah. Oh, and then and then um, the, they've really done a great job with Quicksilver, and he comes back in this. Oh, in nice this movie. Um, okay. And so, if you watch the trailer, watch the trailer because there's a great scene with him and um, uh, Mystique. Right. Did do, did you ever see Deadpool? Did you did we have a conversation about that? I have not seen Deadpool yet, and I'm I'm in the in this weird zone now where I I'm trying to decide if I'm going to buy it. Um, off of iTunes because it's available just now, just about, uh-huh. like just, just like that within the last few days, I think, or uh, wait for it to come on uh, DVD on Netflix, which mm. is be like another month probably. So. Uh, I don't know if it's a buy movie. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not sure for me, and I think it might not be for me. Um, I'm sure I'm pretty sure I will enjoy it, but I don't know that it's going to be one that I'm going to want to watch over and over and over again. I mean, it is super adult. <laughs> yeah. Right, like, and like, I'm not going to watch it with the kid, obviously. 